Right, hello. Um, so a few weeks ago I put a post out my stories asking people if I should, I say, restart the podcast. I only did two episodes, so you can't really restart something that never really started. Um, but generally people said yes, and the overwhelming majority was kind of a positive thing. So fuck it, we're going to go and give it a go. Um, I'm going to try and do these on a Thursday, so... I've got a little bit of time on Thursdays. I know today's Friday. Somebody's going to be really smart, but I'm going to try and do these on a Thursday and hopefully put them out because I've got a little bit of time on them and that's when I can get things done uh, and see if it becomes a regular thing. Uh, I need to give out a quick little warning on this. Be warned, I'm going to waffle on for fucking ages about something. There might be... I think the structure of this podcast should be try and pick out the important bits of information if you can but a lot of this is going to be utter shite. Anyway, so if you know me, you'll know that I've got... <laughs> it's no surprise that I have ADHD, uh, which is quite useful for podcasts, actually, because every week I become obsessed with something different, and then I can relay my newfound information to you guys, which is probably good for a podcast to give you guys some information. Uh, but I have no real goal with this. This is literally just... Fuck it, let's talk to a microphone in a room by myself for a little bit, and then if people want to listen, cool. If people don't, also cool. This will probably be more cathartic for me talking to something than for you guys listening. Anyway, uh, what's useful is currently my hyperfixation is uh, aggressive dieting, and I have just embarked on a brand new aggressive diet uh, starting two days ago to try and shed some weight. Uh, I did a really big, I say bulk, did a really big mass gaining phase and I went from 91 kilos to 102 over, I think it was 16 weeks, might have been 16 or 17 weeks, uh, and I'm starting to feel a little bit shit. So I've decided to nip it in a bud and usually I would recommend most people do a maintenance phase and that's what you definitely should do but it turns out I'm super impatient so I'm going to jump straight into a very aggressive diet and try and shift some of the timber that I've put on. Um, now I want, to, I want to mention with any kind of diet but particularly with aggressive dieting the place you need to be to start this has to be a pretty good place. So you should already have some really healthy habits. And I use healthy in quotation marks there because I don't mean healthy as in like nutritionally healthy. I mean healthy as in mentally healthy. You should be aware of what calories are. You should be eating reasonable foods already. Uh, you should have some structure to your current lifestyle uh, it's probably not a great time to start aggressive dieting if you have a million and one things to go on although actually it could be but i'll touch on that later on uh, remind me later on <laughs> there's no one here but that's all right um yeah you need to come at this from a place of like a prerequisite of, of a healthy mindset uh, because it can be quite intense and when things are super intense, you're kind of just piling stress on stress, which is never a good thing. Uh, you also run the risk with very low-calorie diets, or, or for a long period of time, of not triggering eating disorders, but not helping them either. Um, disordered eating is very common, much more common than you might think. Uh, so if you have disordered eating or, or problems with food, sorry, this is probably something that you should skip out, probably something that you don't want to pay attention to. Uh, and instead, work with a therapist and a nutritionist and a counsellor or whatever it is to 
address the the problems around food first having said that i haven't really met anyone ever who doesn't have some form of identity around food some form of problematic eating that can be ironed out even in the health industry like we often use um or the fitness industry i should say we often use fitness quote unquote as an excuse to to promote our perturbed eating uh, so like you often see oh i only eat salads well that's not really fitness that's orphid that's an eating disorder and you should address that anyway moving on i don't want to spend too much time talking about eating disorders uh, because that's another podcast probably uh, so i always feel with any kind of diet you should come at this from one a place of healthy habits into a degree of excitement and curiosity so we need to remain kind of like how how can i say this well curious is the word curious is the word that i'm going to use yeah we need to remain curious about what this diet's going to do without coming at it from like a i've got to lose weight and i've got to do this thing and if i step on the scales and i haven't lost weight i'm going to be mortified if you're curious about it it's kind of like oh so i've done this thing i haven't lost weight i wonder why i wonder why that is what could i do later on and maybe address that instead of oh my god i hate everything i've tried so hard i'm gonna die kind of mindset which is just an unhealthy place to be so you can have two people on the same diet and have one of them healthy and the other one unhealthy purely from where it comes mentally if you're coming from a place of shame and guilt it's just an unhealthy place to be in you should never do anything and there's a quote from a book which i know is really vague um which (laughs) it basically boils down to if it's not a yes it's a no which i take as if it's not a definite i want to do this thing then don't do the thing it's quite simple when it comes to when when you boil things down to that if you're not excited and it doesn't give you joy or give you some kind of like life don't do it i mean obviously i'm not telling you to quit your jobs and stuff but when it comes to dieting something that you're definitely in control of yeah if it doesn't excite you and it doesn't fill you with curiosity then then yeah don't do it uh, you also need to approach all all of these diets particularly aggressive diets with a degree of um, not a degree god can't speak complete and utter unconditional freedom to eat any food so nothing is off the menu here nothing is i'm not allowed to eat it or i can't eat that or feeling guilty if you do eat something Uh, if you have a bar of chocolate whilst on an aggressive diet who gives a fuck other than you like that's a self-imposed restriction that you are putting on yourself to make yourself feel bad that's all it is if you've had a bar of chocolate whilst on an aggressive diet oh well (laughs) nothing bad's gonna happen in fact you've probably just given yourself permission to eat something that you actually want imagine that imagine fulfilling your own needs instead of like pressuring yourself to be perfect all the time anyway again getting off tangent Uh, so as an aggressive diet I'm going to give you a little bit of a reference here. So I mentioned that I went up to 102 kilos. I'm still currently at that. Uh, Well, I'm probably not now. I haven't weighed myself. But I'm 102 kilos. I cycle to work. 
I train four times a week. I walk the dog for two hours a day. On average, my steps are around 25,000. And I am currently eating 800 calories. That sounds a little bit mental. 800 cal calories sounds super low. And people often think, oh my God, are you not absolutely starving? So far, no, not at all. And there's a lot of research around this that basically says, once you pass a certain point, you just stop being hungry. And if you think of it from like an evolutionary perspective, it makes a lot of sense. Like being hungry and having these hunger, pang hunger pangs, sorry, uh, probably wouldn't serve us if we were in the middle of a drought or a famine. In fact, you probably need to be a little bit more alert and have a little bit more awareness about you so that you could find food and, and look for food. And that's pretty much what happens. You actually find you, you're a little bit more awake when you go onto a super low calorie diet. And a lot of that's hormonal. You know, you've got cortisol flushing through your brain. So if you're already stressed out, this is probably not a good diet to go on because you're already stressed and top and stress on top of stress is a bad idea. Um, but yeah, it actually eliminates hunger from dieting. <laughs> so that was a broken sentence. It actually eliminates hunger from dieting. Uh, I could cite some research, but I haven't got it on hand. I'll put it in the show notes if there are show notes. That pretty much just says, once you pass a certain point, hunger kind of subsides a little bit. Which means, I guess, mid-range dieting is actually more difficult than aggressive dieting because of the hunger. But, yeah, other than it being very low calories for me, it's also something that I've not done before. So it's pretty exciting for us. I'm kind of interested to see how fast I can drop weight. And then if you follow Mac Uni or Martin Nutrition or MNU or whatever, you'll know he does a lot of um, aggressive dieting stuff or a lot of information about aggressive dieting, which is kind of where I've got most of my information from it as well. And um, my partner did MNU. She's incredibly intelligent. And I've just stolen all of her ideas, um, <laughs> which is not far from the truth. That's actually true. So, how am I going about this? 800 calories isn't a lot, which will definitely lead to some kind of nutrient deficiency at some point, which is the reason that although I'm on 800 calories a day, some days will definitely be higher. For purely intuitive reasons, think, do you know what? I'm just fucking tired today. I'm going to have another 1,000 calories, which is quite a lot to eat, but still only 1,800 calories, so still going to be in a massive deficit. Just as a, a reference, my maintenance calories are around 3,200, so I'm what, in a big deficit? I'm not even going to try and do that maths. Um, yeah, even if I do feel like, oh God, I need some food today, and I have a bit of a pork out, if I take myself up to maintenance, that's still, I'm allowing myself an additional like 2,000 calories pretty much. Well, more than that, 2,400 calories. That's what deficit I'm in. I'm allowing myself an additional 2,400 calories, which means I've got loads of wiggle room. So although the endeavor is to be aggressive, I've also got room to not be, which is quite exciting because I think, oh, God, I do fancy a pizza tonight. Fuck it, I can have one. And I'm still in a deficit because yesterday I ate dust. I'm also going to touch on fasts here. And fasting is quite interesting. I have absolutely no beef with people fasting. I think it's a great way of identifying when you actually feel hungry versus when you feel bored. And you'll notice that you tend to feel hungry around times that you previously 
eat. So if you're somebody who has breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or breakfast, lunch, and tea, I don't know what the words for them are supposed to be. Is it breakfast, dinner, and tea? Or is it breakfast, dinner, and supper? I don't know. There's too many words for three meals. But if you're somebody who tip, like typically eats three meals a day, you'll probably feel hungry around those three meals. And if you ride that hunger pang out, you might find that you just don't feel hungry. It's not a boredom thing or a, a well, maybe it is a boredom thing. It's not a physiological thing where you're actually starving. You just kind of ride the wave out and think, well, there we go. I've got past that 20 minutes now and now I feel fine. And fasting kind of identifies when these hunger pangs hit. And you learn to identify when you're actually hungry versus when you're probably thirsty or when you're probably um, bored. And this is why I think you have to come up with a degree of like excitement and curiosity because I do eat when I'm bored. And I know a lot of people eat when they're bored. But I'm kind of interested to see what happens if I don't eat when I'm bored? I don't know. Maybe I'll lose my mind. Maybe I'll go absolutely mental. Or maybe everything will be fine. In fact, I had a breakfast yesterday and my breakfast by itself was a thousand calories. So I've already broken my 800 calories. Do I feel guilty? No, I do not. But my breakfast was a thousand calories. I had two Weetabix, 200 grams of yogurt, a scoop of protein, and an entire bar of chocolate. Uh, like one of them big bars. The, cho- the chocolate itself was 500 calories. And as I was eating it, I was thinking, hmm, has that chocolate really brought anything to it? No, I'm, I don't think, I think tomorrow's breakfast, I'll probably not have it on because I'm actually not, it hasn't delivered me anything extra that what I'm currently eating is, isn't bringing, sorry. Uh, and it was quite an, an interesting experience because I was kind of like, oh, I've never really thought about my food before. So being a little bit reflective in your practice is actually very, I don't want to say transformational, but very eye-opening, very kind of like freeing because you start to understand, hmm, do I need this thing? Or am I just being one of those people who eats things, which is most of the time what I am. Uh, But yeah, anyway, back to aggressive dieting. I will be on 800 calories a day for most days. And I give myself, I might have already mentioned this, I can't remember, unconditional freedom to eat absolutely anything. So nothing is off the menu here. I can eat whatever I want. And I'm going to. But I'm going to try and keep it in line with my goals and think, do you know what? I do want to get super fucking shredded. And then I want to build a lot of muscle. So I'm dieting for a short period of time. I'll be doing it for three weeks. A short period of time. Uh, so that I can get back into a muscle building phase, but I don't want to consistently have to eat 5,000 calories a day or whatever. So I'm going to strip my weight down, resensitize the calories a little bit, and then bring them back in. Uh, What else was I going to say? I was going to say something different about this as well. I've probably not given anyone... Oh, yes. So although I'm on 800 calories a day, my my water intake will probably have to go up a considerable amount because we often, well not often, we always get the majority of our water content from food and if you're cutting your calories super low, I'm not eating as much food. I'm not eating as much food, I'm not getting as much nutrients and I'm not getting as many vitamins, minerals, blah, 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 blah. So I will predominantly be eating high protein foods to try and stave off any kind of muscle wastage, which will happen to a small degree, but it doesn't happen to the degree that people think it does. Uh, So I'll be predominantly prioritizing protein content 
uh, I will be taking multivitamins and I'll be drinking a lot more like juices. Uh, my naturally my thirst drives fucking shit. Uh, I don't really like to drink anything unless it's a monster. In which case I'll drink ten. But yeah, unless it provides me any kind of like joy, which water just doesn't. I tend not to drink it. Just thinking about the monsters there, that popped into my thought. A useful way, a useful way of uh, fasting or aggressive dieting is just altering your caffeine intake slightly to bring it up a little bit more because you don't have as much nutrients. You might not find that you have quite as much energy, so caffeine's great for that. Uh, but you also find that caffeine's a, what's the word I'm looking for? That was me clicking my fingers. Caffeine's a appetite suppressant. Uh, and that appetite suppressant could be very useful towards getting over uh, hunger pangs. So when you usually have your lunch, if 15 minutes beforehand you had a coffee, you might not feel as much of a hunger pang as what you usually would because the caffeine like, suppresses your appetite. And so that's a useful way of going about it. There is absolutely no research, and this is a really important point, there is absolutely no research. It's also, I'm not, uh, this isn't a smooth tie-in at all. This is me just thinking of something different and saying it. There is absolutely no research that shows that aggressive dieting or very low calories is better or worse than a regular deficit. You will lose weight depending on how big your calorie deficit is. That's it. You won't rebound and put it back on or anything like that. Uh, that comes from, I probably already said this, I can't remember. That comes from not necessarily having the new skills to maintain your weight uh, and nothing to do with the the magnitude of stimulus that your deficit brought on or oh, that was a really fancy way of saying nothing to do with the rate of weight loss and so if you are thinking hmm i really want to lose some weight and you're in a healthy place in a graphis in a graphis an aggressive diet might very well be something that you could do for 10 days 11 days two weeks do it for two weeks and see hey fuck i managed to lose 15 pounds now in reality you may have lost 15 pounds maybe six of them might be actual fat so be prepared to put weight back on immediately but then you have to think fuck i just lost six pounds in 10 days that's phenomenal progress progress like Take away all of the preconceptions and all of the, oh my God, I've been trying so hard, I deserve to lose X, Y, Z. And just be curious about it and be like, hey, look, I've eaten a lot less calories and this is what happened. Ta-da! Uh, oh, this is interesting as well. This is something that I want to touch on about uh, a healthy mindset towards food. I mentioned all the habits and stuff earlier. A healthy mindset towards food can come from aggressive deficits because you start to view a deficit as a tool to lose weight rather than an endeavor to live your life. Uh, I've recorded this podcast a couple of times because I either keep on like burping or the dog comes in or something. Uh, so I keep on messing it up. So I don't know whether I've already said this or not. What the fuck was I talking about? I have absolutely no idea. That Whatever that thought was, please tell me if I've forgotten it. Nobody's in this room, so you can't tell me. Please tell me in comments or message me if I didn't continue what I was saying there because I've completely forgotten everything that I was going to say. Anyway, yeah, aggressive diets are generally quite good because they can... 
they can reinforce the idea that a, a deficit is a method of losing weight, not a method of living your life. Like we all know people who have spent a long time in a deficit and they always seem to be on or off diets, blah, blah, blah. And they end up kind of like punishing yourself because you're so good throughout the week and then so terrible on the weekend, but you still feel like you've tried hard. You still feel like, oh God, I've been doing the right things and I haven't been getting the results I want. Well, stop doing what you're doing. Maybe try a little bit harder and see if you can get the results faster. Like, why wouldn't you want to get the same result faster? You can suffer for a little bit and you might suffer. And I'm fully aware that during this period, I'm probably going to be hungry. I'm probably going to feel kind of like grumpy at times. This isn't going to be a really exciting, perfect uh, endeavor all the way through. There will be times where I'm like, I hate everything. I want pizza. And I have the choice of deciding whether I have pizza or not, which is, you know, totally cool. Again, freedom to eat whatever you want. Some days I might, I might just ride it out and go, fuck it, I'll just go to bed. On some days I might be like, do you know what? No, I really do fancy a beer and a pizza. That sounds great. Uh, and I'm allowed to have that. There's no, there's nothing off the menu. There's nothing that you can't do. Anyway, I'm repeating myself now because I've pretty much run out of everything to say. So that was the end of the first podcast. If you want to do a regressive diet, please contact me. Please let me know what's going on and, and see if we can figure out a thingy together. Uh, if not, enjoy not having an aggressive diet. Ooh.